No, this fine. thing on? This thing on? <laughs> <laughs> Shake it. Mic check, mic check. <laughs> All right, y'all. Uh, welcome to Basement Discourse. I'm here with Jace, the gamer guy. <laughs> I'm here with uh, Brady, our otaku guy thing. <laughs> Such a struggle. <laughs> Fuck's sake. <laughs> thing. <laughs> Cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, nice yeah. to see where right. I sit on this pecking order right from the get-go. Yeah, cool. I also just uh, realized that I waved. So if anyone is just listening to this, um, I'm not sorry. But I didn't <laughs> Yeah, that delay. I just realized, yeah. So RIP for all the audio only people who have tuned in for our first episode. And Justin, uh, uh, who are you? I'm the D guy. So I'm the guy that just just literally is going to be talking about D&D day in, day out. So if you don't like it, then just stop listening every time you hear my voice. <laughs> it's we'll easy to do when you do the now. creepy version of your voice there. <laughs> I just want you guys to know I'm the D&D guy. guy. We'll have to do a like filtered version where we just cut Justin's audio out of everything. Be like no different. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Right. What what are we going to talk well, about for episode one? We're going to be talking about gateways, uh, and gateways by which we mean how did we get into the things that we're into? So how did I get into D and D? How did Jace get into gaming? And how did Brady get into all that anime? So uh, for for me, the gateway. You know, I didn't start playing D&D at the age of like five and start playing from like first edition onwards. I jumped straight into fifth edition and it wasn't even that long ago. So I think the the main gateways for D&D for me was obviously, you know, your fantasy movies and novels and that sort of thing. But it definitely would have been video games prior to that. So um, huge, huge part of what I was doing was, you know, just playing video games, playing RPGs, playing world of warcraft even for way too long um all that sort of stuff but um it's probably a great segue to pass straight over to jace and his uh and his gateways when we can come back to mine later on as it develops yeah okay well um yeah obviously like gaming's just gaming right so like um the, the gateway simple you know you buy a console you buy a phone you buy whatever like I think my parents bought me a Sega Master System when I was like five, six, something like that. Fuck, you were loved. What was that? You were loved. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> look at me. Do I look loved? <laughs> I um... scream. My parents bought me presents to keep me happy. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, so I got um, Sega Master System and from there it was just, addiction you know i moved from there all up all the way up consoles till i got my own pc and started gaming on that and it all went from there but um the one thing i would like to talk about a bit more is getting into online gaming because i think there's a bit more of a segue there like it's not just this oh well i bought game x let's just play game x there's something to it and it's pretty intimidating it definitely was for me when I first got into it because it's not like you can just um 
jump right in and you know everyone in your lobbies and stuff like that and you understand how these games work and that it's there's a bit more thought into it and there are some communities that are notoriously toxic as well and you know (laughs) are you saying that they would ever infer that they had done something to your mother does that happen in these things you know the mother <laughs> Justin, you just did the laugh side. Like it's a whole Justin did the laugh that. from Wacky Racer. <laughs> he was just sitting there what? going <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna crank Wacky that audio with the edit. <laughs> um what the hell is Wacky Racer? With like the old cartoon. He's talking about that cartoon from like the sixties Hannibal Hanna-Barbera? Yeah. Oh, yeah, with the with me. the dog. With yeah. the dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. The anime <laughs> guy. Do you think I won't know the Western stuff as well? <laughs> he did it again. <laughs> I did it. I did it on purpose this time. Shit. Jeez. All right, man. So what, what gets you into online gaming? Especially because so, you're in the PC world and, and you are, like, you're doing this in competitive worlds as well, like genuine competitive, not just funzy. Like, yeah. Where, so, did, where did that start? Like, what was the first online game that you ever played? Like, like first what, what online, was the very I first online ever played. Yeah, possibly Quake Three Arena, which was like 1998, something like that. Um, wow. I wasn't very good at it, and I played it in a very solo mentality. Like, I'd just jump into a deathmatch lobby. I'd lose horrifically because I had no idea what I was doing. Um, except shoot bad guy and miss. Um, And that's how it sort of started. Uh, But I didn't get crazy into online stuff until maybe like Battlefield 3 was probably the big one that I started to play a lot of. Um, And that's where I really got into um, online gaming. Um, And I used to have the perfect time to cut to like, the fastest montage of the most ridiculous amounts of shots I've ever seen from one player. And that would be yours from way back in the day. I remember like some of the first things you posted on possibly even Facebook being like these ridiculous montages of you doing headshots from like kilometers away or like diving out of planes and shit. I'm like, cool, cool. He's pretty into this game. I remember that uh, being like a pivotal point from uh, way back. Yeah. So that was one thing that like, I used to play um, the recon class in Battlefield. And so I had some real-life friends that um, sort of helped segue me into this, and I keep saying segue for some reason, but they helped sort of get me into the actual online community of Battlefield. And um, I like more that you said real-life friends. (laughs) I have lots of non-real-life friends. Look at me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) and uh yeah so that was sort of what got me into battlefield and then just practicing heaps and i would constantly try for ridiculous shots like what justin was saying like i think my record in battlefield 3 for headshot distance was was either 1.4 or 1.7 kilometers for a headshot um which was on one particular map that's an island and it was literally end to end. So I shot him in spawn um, as a headshot. And <laughs> Yeah, dude. I remember seeing that shot. 
I'd be so angry. Yeah, you'd have to be. <laughs> um, Fucking so hell. That was what really got me into um, online games. And it would be different for everyone. As yeah, I was going to say, how does that work? That's your gateway. Yeah. Mm. How does that transfer to but For people? someone else, it, it sort of depends. So... <laughs> You just froze there, so I thought you were yeah. stopping. But, uh, <laughs> I thought you were going to continue something there. <laughs> yep, apparently nope. you're going. Um, nope. nope, it's just wine time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, I guess the first thing for someone that wanted to get into online multiplayer games is finding something that's uh, appealing to you because not everyone wants to play a shooter. If you do want to play a shooter, then your obvious choices are probably... Um, like whatever Call of Duty titles out at the time. Um, I think Vanguard's the newest one at the moment. And then yep. um, Battlefield 2042 would be your equivalent from EA. Um, and that would be sort of where you'd start. Jump into that. From there, I'd recommend um, maybe joining like some social Facebook groups and stuff like that to um, meet other people that are, into those games and then you start to build friendships and you get you know um, involved in the community but um that's really not the only type of online games you've got stuff like MOBAs like um I don't even know what the acronym stands for but it's games like um League of Legends Dawn of the Ancients I don't know why but I thought League of Legends was a JRPG it is definitely not a JRPG no it's not I don't know why it was just in my head. I think because the I think a lot of Japanese play it, but yeah, yeah, I think it is pretty big in Japan. Yeah, um, it's definitely not. It's American production, isn't it? Oh, it's massive. Uh, like the tournament. I think circuit. it's actually a. I feel like it's an American company that owns it, but a lot of the like network maintenance and stuff is all done by a Chinese company. Um, oh right. Yeah. It's weird. I don't know the intricacies. I don't actually play League. But that's a style of game more for people who are into strategy type stuff. Um, it does have RPG elements and things like that in it. Um, but all of these sort of games, the best thing is to get into the community. So find a game that appeals to you, whether it's something like a MOBA or maybe an MMO like Justin um, was into World of Warcraft. That's still huge. Uh, Final Fantasy fourteen is also really huge at the moment. Even um, um, Elder Scrolls? Yeah, Elder Scrolls Online is another good example. So finding any of those sorts of titles and um, once you find the one that's sort of piquing your interest, then start searching for communities, whether it be through like Twitter or Facebook, use whatever social media platform you prefer. And then from there, you'll end up finding people who are sort of like-minded that you get along with. And then start joining discords and, you know, um, making groups and going from there. And that's really the easiest way because otherwise you sort of get stuck in a state like I was before Battlefield where um, you're just constantly going into lobbies by yourself. And it's like you're playing a single player game, but it's a hell of a lot harder and it ends a lot fucking quicker. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. It's, I was going to say, and and like with 
my experience with like any sort of MMO or whatever version of that you want to say is that um, tragically, if you come into it after other people have been playing it for a little bit, you're fucked. Like you, you, there's no such thing as beginner lobbies in most of these games. Like it, you are just thrown in with whoever at whatever time and they could have clocked up hundreds of hours and you are not going to really even get the chance to learn. Um, so you kind of got to push through that. It's also like, you know, the, it's, it's a flooded market now. Like I remember not that long ago, I think that was the most recent, was it Alien came out? It was like a fire team alien game. And apparently it like has less than a hundred thousand players. I have already. no idea what and the fuck you're like, talking about. What do you, yeah. really? It's not that old. Like it's maybe five months old or something, and it's only got like a hundred thousand players. So yeah, well, that's a, that's another thing you got to like kind of look out for is like getting yeah. into that trap of hey, here's a cheap game and it's online. Cool, I'll get it. And then you get on there and there's actually no lobbies available because no one's playing it anymore. Yeah, well, there's so many dead games out there now. That actually is a pretty good segue to like my favorite MMO of all time. I've never been big on MMOs. Didn't like World of Warcraft. I have issues with um, the Old Republic, um, even though I'm a huge Star Wars nerd. Um, but um, the Matrix Online, I absolutely mm. adored that MMO. I bought it on release and I couldn't afford to pay the subscription because I was like 14 at the time. Um, but I bought it. I played the full 60 days and then I paid for whatever I could after that. They closed the lobbies like a year, a year and a half after the game came out because it just wasn't wow. popular by that point yeah. world of warcraft was already out and it took the market yeah um, it really did kill that market for a long time yeah long so time. when it comes to mmos that's really something that you have to be cautious of that um you know um you may be in a game that has a dying player base and that may just be the case you may need to sort of have a look around at what else appeals to you. But there are yeah, a lot of options out there. And there's the lifespan of these games, you know? Well, yeah, that, that comes back to the Call of Duty thing, like oh. the new title every year anyway. And some of them, like I think Black Ops 2 still has a decent community, but like... That's because it's the best, man. They still like regularly kill off the old servers and stuff, so... You can't just buy a game and hold on to it for 10, 15 years unless you bought WoW. Mm. 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 And then you've still got to buy the expansions to keep playing it. Yeah. That's the thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah that content completed well, in no, three days. You don't. Yeah. You don't. You just can't progress. So you'll be walking around as a level 50 character and there'll be like 140s running around next to you. <laughs> as I was going to say, like we talked about Elder Scrolls Online just like, oh, I mean, we mentioned it. I think I mentioned it. Um, but... When I played, it was hilarious because I got through the tutorial slash story setup. I mean, MMO stories are always average as fuck, but got through that bit, came into like what be considered your town of beginnings. And uh, some other person just like the moment I like stepped out of a safe area, came running past with like three tigers and something flying over their head and just like snapped me. And I was like, oh, cool. This is fun. <laughs> <laughs> So that is actually something that I wouldn't mind talking about as well, is that with MMOs, yep. most of them have PvE lobbies. So there's two types of lobbies, PvP and PvE. PvE is player versus enemy. PvP is player versus player. So PvE 
allows the ability that players cannot fight each other. Yeah, and you can, like, set difficulties and stuff to a degree, right? And you can... Um, I, I don't know if you... Like, difficulty, maybe, but PvE is basically designed so you don't have your experience, where there's just someone that's just constantly shitting on you the moment yeah. you leave a safe area. Um, and that's what I play in MMOs because I'm bad at them. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, that's probably a good entry point until you've found yourself a crew or a guild or what have you, and then you're ready to move into PvP. Yeah, because that's the thing. I think oftentimes the the idea people forget that an MMO is meant to be played with people, not just people are around you. You you are supposed to team up, as you said, with a guild or a, uh, a group or a, you know, whatever, what have you. I think that's where like World of Warcraft was so successful because they did it pretty smart where they had the you know dungeons where they actually forced you to join a group so you know all these awkward people had to get together and actually form a group to actually succeed at some things or else they weren't going to succeed and they weren't going to pass whatever they needed to pass so it was just forcing this group behavior that was probably not seen before that time frame like what 15 years ago when wow was first out yeah i think it would have been one of the first examples of like looking for group chats and things like that coming out things like that I, I suppose i'm not sure like it's my first experience with it there are earlier examples but nothing quite as successful um world of warcraft is successful a because it's so well polished and because it is such a fleshed out world and it added so much to a real emerging genre because there were only a handful of MMOs before World of Warcraft. And when yeah. World of Warcraft came out, it's like, okay, well, we're going to take, you know, this from Ultima Online. We're going to take this, that, the other thing, and we're just going to make it better. And that's exactly what they did. And that's why it was so successful and why it's still successful to this day. Um, but that is one of the things that I actually found really awkward with uh, the Old Republic which is the Star Wars MMO, um, I found it really hard to find groups for a dungeon. So whenever we would head or I'd head to a dungeon, I was like, you know, LFG, whatever the dungeon was called or whatever, and you'd just be ghosted. <laughs> and it's like... Standing at the door. Mm. Like, that's probably not the case now. I haven't played the game since launch. Um, like, I played for the first 30 days and I felt like I was playing a single-player game for the most part, and I was just like, eh. Um, but it's probably changed now, so I don't want to shit on it too hard, but that's what my experience was, and that's what can happen to others. And that's why I think if you are getting in the MMO market, shop around. Pick up a few different titles that appeal to you. See which ones click, because not everything's going to be for you, and just find what works. Another thing I would suggest is don't go for everything that's free. I'm a tight ass, so I usually oh, get on yeah. to like, you know, free. like Game Pass, free to play, you know, on my Xbox because I'm not a computer gamer. I'm just an Xbox player. But you go on there and you go through the free stuff. And I'm like, sweet, these are all free. I'm going to download like 15 of these. And then you jump Ooh. on, you're like, this is shit, this is shit, this is shit, this is shit. Okay, maybe I don't like uh, first person shooters online. 
and <laughs> you're all of a sudden rating first person shooters online by all the free stuff that's out there instead of the stuff you probably should have paid like 20 bucks for you know like, yeah so there are examples of really good free um online games like um I don't even know if servers are still up for it, but I remember Guild Wars and Guild Wars 2 were huge because it was an initial purchase, but once you purchased it, there was no subscription. And that's what appealed to people with MMOs. This could actually be a, a whole new thing on its own. Like how to, how to get into this without spending any money. <laughs> yeah no i, I agree gonna, like, i think um this could be a whole this could be a whole episode right here yeah like, no we should definitely know. do that in the future because i'm the same like i i get that question a lot of people is that like, they don't have access to where to oh, get no. anime like, content oh crap no Google hentai we can he- forever <laughs> we we can hear you justin you just froze up for a sec um it's yeah cool. the the free thing we will definitely tackle that in an episode yeah that, we'll and, and pretty early on because i think people will have that question right yeah i think that could be a total like a topic on its own yeah no that's fair well um well, yeah i mean you're looking at gateways and we're telling them how to get into these things um yeah. probably the next step is how to get into it as cheaply as possible yeah well i'm like <laughs> you know you should game uh... shop yeah um so Buy at least 10 games. They'll cost you 80 bucks each. Yeah, I was just thinking that. $800. When you Um, were like, if you don't like it, shop around. I was like, God damn. Dude, have you gone to a game store these days? (laughs) Uh, No. Oh, by by the way, don't buy a console. PC. (laughs) That old argument. Yeah, it's like it's that guy. I'm looking at him right now. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For Fuck sure. Hundred percent. Jumps. I don't want to say anything. All right. So I guess that pretty much covers everything that I was gonna go over. So I guess we just hand so it to I think the, 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 right. the key points. That's all right. Summarize for us, Justin. Let's, let's explain Jace's points to um, everybody, please. Radio. So, so key points, Jace, of what I'm gathering is um, you you picked it up from an early age just playing regular video games. So probably like myself and Brady, you just played whatever was out there. Um, from there, you played some of the first online stuff like Quake 3. I think one of the first things I played was uh, was Halo on like a LAN party, you know, like just yeah. Having- 10 players all land up together with TVs all next to each other. We all hauled our TVs to one house. What? And it was like the first <laughs> online experience. Wait, Seriously? You've never done this, Brady? Land parties were the You best. never lived? No, yeah, I, I did. That was I, sick because you didn't have to worry um, about connectivity. <laughs> no, so I, I lived uh, for a brief moment of my life uh, in Ambervale. Um, so Jace's eyes will light up. He no, they won't. They will yeah. go very dull. Yeah, um, so I went to a, a house once in Rose Meadow, which is even worse than Amabel, mm-hmm. if possible. Uh, and there was a, a house for a friend. He, um, his, his brother had set up a land for uh, between the houses. So it was a cable between two houses for Halo. That's my only one and ever experience in a land party. Dude, I used to go to like, we would hire out like. But TVs weren't even flat home. screen then. So you're telling me you guys hold like box yeah, tvs dude. we hold fucking <laughs> microwaves <laughs> there, was, 
so much worse than that. You're we're talking just all like all the microwaves just well, the, the, like we didn't even have cars. Like so, you'd like picturing people on bikes. Um, I thought taking dropped off by their mom and like they're just like. <laughs> I thought Holy taking a PlayStation to a friend's house was a big effort. We used to have lands with old CRT monitors. Like, I used to have a 21-inch monitor that weighed like 50-something kilos. <laughs> and we used to lug that thing around for lands. Oh, gosh. Dude, lands were the fucking yeah. best, though. You just eat trash, yeah, they were. sit around with a bunch of, like, friends and just game. Well, no, it, admittedly, I love the you idea. You are describing D&D, sir. <laughs> and, and I was going to say, I prefer when I play multiplayer, like there are a few games, like because I'm not competitive with online gaming. So if I play a game uh, like COD, I love sitting next to a friend and having like beers and playing like weird game modes of COD, like sticks and stones. Never played it, but okay. Oh, So like... You know what I'm talking about, right? So uh, Sticks and Stones is um, a mode in Call of Duty where you only get equipped with an axe, a crossbow, and a knife. Oh, nice. So just doing that with a mate and, like, giggling next to each other, drinking a few beers, like, or just, like, chilling out. Like, that that to me is awesome fun for those sort of games. But playing online and having a bunch of people abuse me is is not my forte. But... <laughs> I do understand it. Like, uh, <laughs> if I got into it more, I think I could do it because I, I lived with a, a friend, a mutual friend of ours for a while, and he was hectic into it back in Black Ops 2 days. Mm. And I played a few times, and then I was like, damn, I found myself waking up early to play, and I was like, oh, this is how it happens. Yes. <laughs> it's very, <laughs> yeah, when, when you wake up to reach over for a controller, you're like, oh, no, oh, oh, this is where I'm at like stomach growling, need to go to the bathroom, and you're like, nope, just, just got to get through another 10-minute game. Yeah, just bring a bottle. You buy those and adult diapers. And naturally the game on. finishes, yep. and instead of being like, I'll go do those things now, you're like, I'll just join the next lobby. It's fine. It's all good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it, bad. It is. I guess we've probably um, covered video games well enough. Yeah, uh, for probably gateways. Like well yeah. Long enough. Yeah. I think so. The main the main points are you you just sort of played whatever you were playing to start with. You started getting into the online world, but then I think the the main point is you got to find a community. So once you've found your game style or your games or your your genre or whatever it is, you find the community that works best for you and don't play it alone. So if you're going to be going online, which is pretty much most games these days, don't do it alone. So yeah, that's 100%. that was that was basically my my takeaway from it. So yeah. 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 Yeah, cool, man. Cool. That sounds good. Uh, we just gonna awkwardly sit here well, and, and be like, thanks, Jess. <laughs> yeah. You're hosting, Justin. Come on, man. Terrible host. Direct man. some conversation. The problem You're is like, there's a bit of a lag there, so it's kind of like... No, it's your yeah. lag. And I'm like, oh. Don't, don't say okay. it's a bit of a lag. This is your personal lag. Just, yeah. Sometimes yeah. it's yours, though, baby. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're sharing the lag, right? Share the lag around. We live in the Shitty. Highlands. I'm so sorry, Jace. <laughs> I'll just Mr. sit here with my good internet connection. Mr. Digital. That's fine. I don't worry about wow. people stealing I my stuff. I haven't heard what you said through all the lag. <laughs> he, he looks so happy. <laughs> he looks so happy with his internet working. 
Yeah, you guys will figure it out one day. No, not where we live. Quite a while. No, they're never going to fix it. Never going to fix it. Anyway, look. Justin, are we going to fight over next spot? Moving out of the gaming world. Are we going to throw hands for next up? Roll for initiative. Roll for initiative. (laughs) I don't even know what that means. Surely you got some dice on you, don't you? Um, I do actually it. don't do have it. any. Do, we could digital do this thing. Oh, damn it. Now, aim your camera down you and you can roll for dice. him as well. Yeah, no, he, he's got dice right there, don't you? Oh, God. Let's go. You're going to see it. the pixels? <laughs> of course I have. Cough. Do I have dice? Let's do it. Got this uh, little little box here. I want to pick mine. Pick me up. Show them to the camera. I want to pick mine. Okay, my bad. I'm not letting you do this. Got my... Uh, a little dice chest here. A little custom jobby, of course. Color? I want, I want the black D twenty there. Okay. Done. I had to wait for his delay to catch up. All right. Now we'll get a purple. This is this is crap because no matter what he rolls, the delay is so big he'll just flip it over. <laughs> Would you believe that they rolled exactly the same fucking number? Bullshit. Okay. I, I can't. I just can't. There's my crutch. <laughs> no. The show has now become Justin's crutch. Audio listeners, you've you've won. You you've officially it? won. Oh damn! That is the they nines. Shit, you're not. They're wow. both sixes. Okay. Um, uh, they're, they're your dice. You choose which one rolls again. Go. Just flick one again. It's, it's going to be a different number. Just do it again. All right, so I'm up. <laughs> yeah, I fucking knew that was going to happen, though. <laughs> we all saw it coming. Dungeon Dice Masters. It is the DM. All right, man. Well, I'm not going to make you intro yourself. How does one get into D&D? How did you, and then how do you recommend? All right. Okay. So for some, I guess, uh, they grew up with it. So a lot of people, a lot of older people, especially I hear say like, oh, I used to play first edition or second edition. Like, what is this fifth edition thing? But I was introduced straight into fifth and I absolutely love it. So for a lot of people, that's probably a very controversial point. I'm sure we could even talk about that later, but uh, fifth edition is, and by that, I mean the fifth edition of Dungeons and Dragons. Um, so with so each it's edition, it's, kind, it's been revised and changed and updated and basically it's sort of sped up now so it's not as much to do with the math and more to do with the role play and uh less to do with all of the different additions that they could have put on there and all these different things it's just a little bit less complicated basically in every way and a little bit more fast paced so you know we're shorter attention spans so this works well for us so including me um, so, so I got into it about three years ago, just got introduced by some other people that were playing it already. And I think that's pretty much the only way that people are going to get into D&D these days is from someone what? else. What? Hang on. I, this is your them. time to talk in fairness, but I feel like <laughs> you would know this, but the between Big Bang Theory and uh, Stranger Things, there's been a definite surge in interest for that field. Stranger Things represented. There's, there's definitely a surge in interest. But, Jace, I know that you've been interested in playing it, but you've never played it, Steve. Well, that's fair. You need, so you need someone who's your... in it. You can't just, like, it's not a video game. You can't go buy it and then plug it in. 
Yeah. And like, you can't just, yeah, you can't just buy a starter pack and just sort of jump in anymore. I mean, you, you really, you essentially could because there are some great starter packs out there. There's two of them that are done by D&D. You say that? for the most part, people won't. <laughs> no, you can. So I've been in geek culture most of my life. I've played video games, watch anime, all that. But to interrupt you for three seconds, because it's super relevant right now, um, we tried. We bought the starter kit, and then we YouTubed how to create your character. Yeah. Us and uh, so my partner and then this other couple. Three hours later, we hadn't created our characters completely. However, the yeah. first time I played with a DM who had played before and knew what they were doing, that shit was fast tracked to like 15, 20 minutes. Like bam, 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 yeah, bam, bam, exactly. bam. But we watched yeah. YouTube videos and they walked us through it and they were they were good videos. Like they were good, well created videos. But D D, you're not wrong. You need someone in it. I think it takes one to uh, to make one. So it's like a virus. You've got to infect the next person to like Dude. pass it on. Like, yeah. Perfect in the middle of a pandemic. Thanks, man. D&D, the COVID of pandemic. geeks. <laughs> it really is, though. Like, once you're in it, though, you're, you're F. You're gone. That's it. So I think... Anyone who's interested in fantasy, anyone who's interested in tabletop games of any kind, anyone who's interested in board games, most people that are interested in reading like fantasy books or even sci-fi books, they're going to like D&D. Most video gamers, all these people, they're all perfect candidates to liking D&D, but there's a big difference between like liking it and actually playing it and the getting to play it part is difficult unless you're playing with someone who's already experienced in it so i i feel like if you gave four kids or four of four four people of any kind really don't have to even be kids the chance to just learn themselves i think they'd probably quit i reckon 99 out of 100 people would just quit because it's just too much but as soon as you put someone who's got experience in front of you then that whole that whole thing is going to take 10 15 minutes instead of hours so yeah yeah which is why i, I think that's rudely interrupted you to tell that that's where i lucked out yeah yeah it, it makes sense like it's it's just lucking out finding that guy who's really passionate about it and pushes it on you enough and forces you to join them for a weekend of dnd and then that's it you're you, that's you're you're in that's your gateway so that was my gateway brother-in-law went hey you want to play this game uh it's called D D, and i was like oh my god no i don't want to be that guy hold up like, wait <laughs> hang on a stigma. second you know like this is that thing wait i because so, i know you but which brother-in-law uh zach yeah that makes more sense yeah cool yeah. Yeah. <laughs> i was like it's, it's not ethan i was like <laughs> i've been trying for the longest time to get him in <laughs> He's, he's interested. He's just not, he's not going to jump yeah. in. No, nah, no. Nah. Although he did say if Jace was playing a game of D&D, he'd be interested to play it. So let's pull him in. That's a creepy know. compliment, but sure. Yeah. It's a very specific. He's like, if Jace plays, I'll play. Motherfucker. Uh, I, I want to know if I get, <laughs> before, before you tell him Jace is playing, I want to know if I get the same compliment. Tell him I'm playing and see if that pulls him yeah, over. Yeah. If it doesn't, I'll mention it. Up. If I'll it like, doesn't, then you can say Jace isn't, and then I want to know the answer. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll be like, hey, me and Brady are uh, playing some some D and D with some other people. Um, yeah, you want you want to come play? And he'll be like, oh yeah, no, nah, man. I'll be like, oh, Jess playing. Like, oh my god, I'll free up my calendar. <laughs> I mean, in fairness, I'd I'd free up my calendar to come and for role Jace. play in my dungeon. <laughs> I free up my calendar for Jace. We have just freed to... up our calendar for Jace. That's a hundred percent true. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> yeah, this is just all for you, Jace. <laughs> I'm just shilling you guys constantly and everyone's like, oh my God, I love Jace. He's Jace's gratitude diary tonight is just like, oh my God, <laughs> the world. Ego. <laughs> Needs a bigger monitor by tomorrow. I'll have to set up my wide angle lens for the next one. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so if people need a mate, they need a super passionate friend to pull them in. They're not going to be able to do this on their own uh what do you recommend yes do they join because everyone's in different areas right and so we're going to publish this publicly to the this world so yeah what do, what do you do do you they, search the internet or do you leap. just check your friends list how does this work there, there's a few that there's a very good chance that one of your friends on facebook is into DD and actively playing it so just putting it out there the stats are probably about that so if you have more than 100 friends on your Facebook page, which I hope you do, everyone out there watching this in their own time, doing nothing else but watching this. Carl's a bunch of our um, viewers. We are starting hope. a geek <laughs> podcast, man. Be careful. Dude, I don't even know if I have 100 friends at the moment. Really? Oh, no. I, like I only recreated my Facebook recently, so I have no idea. Like, doesn't have to be just Facebook. I'm just old school and only have Facebook. So whatever platform you're using. One of your friends is likely playing D&D right now, right this second. I promise you. Don't worry, guys. Crisis averted. I have 152 friends. Thank you. I'm not joining this conversation. So re- reach out to them or just go on Facebook and find your, your local, your local uh, community. So New South Wales, for us, we have um, Dungeons & Dragons New South Wales. And on there, they actively post who's doing what and then where. A lot of it's Sydney-based. Parramatta has got quite a big following. Campbelltown even. So uh, there's there's quite a few areas around that are doing it. Um, or just find your local gaming store, like your board game slash, you know, if they have Magic the Gathering cards there and that sort of thing, likely you guys just waiting in the corner. It's like, oh, man. <laughs> Can I interest you in miniatures? Don't approach that guy. <laughs> you got... <laughs> Okay, so age restriction there, be over 18 (laughs) before you do that. Because sometimes that guy is not the D&D guy you need. Sometimes that guy is the person you never need. Yeah, he's the dungeon and dick master. (laughs) It's it's the wrong D and the wrong D. (laughs) It's D and something other D. It's your dungeon, Um, his D. But, like, you're totally right about, like... (laughs) (laughs) Justin's delay got him. I was waiting for it at least once this episode. It was going to happen. Um, so, like, Fantastic. while I was, like, searching around for people I know that would be interested, there's so many people I have, like, that I'm friends with and shit that, like, they would be, like, posting that they're like, oh, I can't game tonight, dude. I'm, I'm doing D&D. And I'm like, how did all this happen? I wasn't invited. <laughs> And, you know, everyone's into it, except me. <laughs> but they all have groups already. 
there's so many people that are just into it that they don't necessarily make it super public or anything because it's supposed to be shameful Mm. yeah and i mean that's the same from this weird stigma that's still sticking around i don't even know how you know like how is the stigma for dnd not broken yet with it being just about everywhere we can get that in In fairness yeah i i really think it is sort of getting there it'll take longer hopefully we can you know add something to that famous celebs like you know the joe manginellos of the world and dude i would play just for him (laughs) and i already am a geek and i'm a straight white male (laughs) and i'm still just like i'd play damn abs damn abs (laughs) yeah but he's got to be shirtless right like oh yeah no he's got a dm shirtless otherwise i'm not no why would i show up it's just weird not to it's weird not to i mean that's how i do it (laughs) how i'm showing up to yours when we start doing dnd man just going in the buff pantsless too that's why you keep getting requested yeah everyone knows that's how you're showing up it makes sense everyone wants to see my snack pack (laughs) well on that wonderful (laughs) note i think we'll take a break and we'll be back in just a moment and we're back justin thank you for telling us so much about dnd and how you got into it uh just just run us down the main points all right so main point number one is have some sort of interest in fantasy slash sci-fi that's not hard to do if you're watching this you probably if you're what yeah i was gonna say if they're watching this yeah um they're real fucking disappointed right about now (laughs) how did they get this far in and they're like oh this is fantasy (laughs) sci-fi fuck that's what this is oh shit i thought this was true crime for like the last half an hour (laughs) i thought this was like a mills and boons appreciation page (laughs) trying to think of like the thing is like near opposite this is like the the how to barbecue and cut your grass page right <laughs> yeah this homekeepers <laughs> at 101. the same time <laughs> at the same time mowing and barbecue that's a man's sport do, do you not mow get the grass clippings on the barbecue and then throw the cow on it uh, i don't know no, i just cook the grass clippings thanks the grass, <laughs> <I was gonna laughs> <say>. <laughs> All right, man, come on, what's main point number two? Alright, main, main point number two is don't get too sidetracked. Uh, <laughs> number three, number three, um, find someone who's already doing it. If you can, that's the easiest way because they are already doing it. They've already done all of the hard work. They've done all the research for you and they will just grab a hold of you. If you're interested, they will grab a hold of you and never let you go. And you will learn the, the ways. <laughs> God damn, and, geeks, uh, geeks already get such a bad reputation for some some sus stuff. Oh, and you're like, they'll grab some... you. They'll grab you and never let go. They'll offer you things in corners of game rooms that you Oh god. Play. Stop. Keep going. Come <laughs> on. That's what fault. <laughs> um that that's really about it. And if you don't know anyone, like truly you should know someone. You probably don't even know that you know someone that plays DD. they may just be very quiet about it but if you don't know anyone you can always find someone so get online get on facebook find groups and get out there give it a crack i reckon probably 99 out of 100 of you will enjoy it so that's just my sell um so far tried and true every single person that i've ever had play at my tables has returned so there's not been one person that just said oh 
you know, I'm not really that into it. Thanks, man. See you later. Every single one of them has been like, when's your next game? So like it, it's a it's a win-win. You, you don't enjoy it. Cool, whatever. You had a good night out. You probably met some new people um, with probably common interest outside of D&D. You had some snacks, uh, whatever. <laughs> it's a good day out. Enjoy. <laughs> cool. That's it. So that's uh, that sums up D&D. It's a bunch of nerds getting together. Hopefully in person, but if you can't, then you can always jump online as well. Keep that in mind. Um, that's really the, the the gateways for D&Ds. So find, find a friend. Find your friends. Get into it. So Brady, find a friend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's our, it's our main dream. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I gotta, I gotta say, like, um, so I'm just gonna like take over from this point, I guess. Um, the, I wouldn't have different advice. So, like, it's cool because we didn't plan that part of it. We we planned episode one would be about gateways, how to get into our shit, right? Uh, but we didn't come up with a common goal. But I gotta say, uh both between online gaming and tabletop gaming. And honestly, with with anime and manga, it's uh, not too different um, because you can pick up a title uh, in the same way you can pick up a TV show or a movie or whatever and have no fucking idea if you're going to enjoy it. But a whole bunch of other people do, so maybe you do. I don't, who knows? And then you find out you don't. So it does actually help to have a friend in it, same as anime. Um, but I'll go through some of the, like the generic one. Oh, well, you guys actually did your intro. So like your gateway. So maybe I should do mine. Um, like, like, like most of, most of you, mine's the same. Um, I grew up in Australia watching cheese TV. So like, I watch Dragon Ball, Pokemon, Digimon. They are all technically anime. They are, uh, definitely intro anime. Um, cause I'm now 31. I'm not watching the same themed shows, but that might say otherwise, but I'm definitely not. Um, uh, so uh, yeah, uh, when it comes to intros, find a friend because they can help nail it down. So if somebody's into it, they can help you. Like if you're a person who already likes, you know, live action horror, they can help direct you toward the anime that is more similar to that. Um, if they, if you like action stuff, like if you're a giant um, Fast and Furious fan or something like that. They can direct you to more actiony things that don't require a lot of thought. But if you're a person who likes drama and or or even like romance, like that's a huge in anime. They they can direct you towards that because there's a lot of that out there. If you're a person who likes art, they can direct you towards the more artsy anime that maybe doesn't have the best plot lines and writing or stuff that you're interested in, but has beautiful artwork. Um anime gateways you know, there, there's a couple cliches and I'll go through them of the basics to get into, but it does depend on you. And I do agree with the other two dudes that find a friend because they'll help you out. If you can at least get a couple things out there that you enjoy already to them and they enjoy a lot of anime, they can at least go, you like horror, go watch this. You like romance, go watch this. Um, there's a few things that do work for everyone though. Uh, if you're an adult, Death Note is the go-to. Um, I know Jace has watched it. Um, yep. I, I don't think you have yet, Justin. So we'll no. But yeah, I'm gonna use you. Enough, I'm gonna use you as the example. Oh, what have you got? One of one of the first, well, actually, the first thing I ever kit bashed, which is uh, getting pieces of something and putting them together to make a creature. I'm pretty sure this dude is from Death Note. 
Yeah. So probably uh, not going to recognize him too much considering he's now got Yeah, I was going to say, he's a bit weird, wings. but it's that's a Ryuk. Yeah, and the other one. Um, uh, name forgotten long yeah, ago. I haven't watched, like I rewatched Death Note like book. two years ago, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. So the if if you if you're hearing the name and and you're aware it's familiar and you watch that absolutely atrocious Netflix live adaption, do please not- do not consider those the same thing. That what they did with that was awfully far divide from the source material and it's not in the same way that some people are like oh harry potter they missed a few things in those movies this is these are black and white different things it's <laughs> the death like note the same core concept and that is it that it's not even it's it's hardly that because light the main character is drastically different from his anime manga counterpart in the live action which is kind of my point like it's basically character finds book and I won't yeah, really that's it. more into it. So, yeah. yeah, like we, we can discuss specifics in future episodes. But um, the the thing about Death Note is it's an, for a lot of people, it's an approachable adult show. Um, if we're going to talk about anime specifically, because manga is like a whole thing. So manga, just, just real quick, uh, is um, Japanese comic books. Um, they're typically read right to left. Other than that, there's not a great amount of difference to our comic books like DC and Marvel. Um, they tend to be black and white instead of colored, but some are colored every now and again. Um, that's about it. The writing style is different because it's a completely different society. Um, but these days that, ex- that definition is getting expanded, uh, because there's some Chinese, Vietnamese, uh, lots of different Asian, um, but, but yeah, there's a, <laughs> it's getting expanded. So anime used to be considered just Japanese, but, um, it's getting expanded. It's going beyond that now. So a lot of people um, get upset about different definitions. Oh, that's not an anime because it's produced by X country instead of Japan. But anime is probably just a style. And at this stage, it's probably just animation for adults. Very likely. Um, Take your own. There are going to be some people who hate me for that. But like, it's probably an Asian animation made for adults at this stage. I think it's like anything these days. Like, you know, like when I did my apprenticeship, what feels like 13, maybe 15 years ago, I'm guessing, um, we were taught French style cooking. Um, now, what is French style cooking these days? It's, it's nothing. It doesn't mean anything to anyone because Australia as a whole is so multicultural now that we're doing everything. So yeah, I'm talking yeah, about I- being a chef, of course. Like... You know, like we're just incorporating everything from everywhere. There's no way that anything can stay true to and its own country and stay that way forever. But that's it's a good comparison. So close-minded. That's a good. That, that's that's a really good uh, simile because, like, especially with, like the Netflix introduction to anime today, um, mm. they they have taken some manga titles and made them into animes, but they've also done a few originals and they've done some light novels and they've they've done a whole bunch of other things. And like all of these probably need definitions we can discover in the future. But if we're just going to keep it on gateways, uh, Death Note's the go-to because it's the adult anime. It's a psychological thriller that does have supernatural elements, but they're not so pronounced that they put you off. So I know a lot of people as adults don't want to watch something that has like magic-y stuff in it. They want to watch, but like Death Note, that's there, but it's not the prominent 
theme somehow, despite it being obviously a core concept. <laughs> magical Most game. of what's going on in Death Note is psychological warfare, believe it or not. And, and it's amazing. Like police work and detective. Yeah, and it, it seems to hit that market of almost episodic um, detective work. Almost. Uh, so, like, Death Note is the go-to cliche thing to give to adults, but I still think that because it is a little bit gory and because it's so ethical and you have to think a lot when you watch Death Note, you have to, like, they present themes to you that make you go, hmm, uh, it's a good guy who's the main character, but he's doing bad things, he is killing people, is that okay? But they're bad people. Like, there's there's a whole thing, and I want to keep it as spoiler-free as I can, but it's a thought-based anime for sure you cannot turn off your brain while watching death note so i want to go a little bit further than that uh shonen anime is the go-to uh shonen literally meaning young men uh it's what most of us watch growing up so we've got dragon ball um one piece naruto all these sort of shows they're great uh for getting people into it if they like action and we can go into how shonen definitely has a lot of cliches that it falls into but if you like action these shows have a lot of episodes. They run, like, Naruto is, like, over a thousand episodes long. Dragon Ball is, uh, there's Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball GT, Dragon Ball Super. The, the, well over a thousand episodes in that. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure, like, I recently went through Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z, and that was over 360 episodes, not including yeah. the movies. So if you enjoy action... Yeah. There's something that you don't have to think while watching these shows. It's not a deep philosophical thought <laughs> mindset that you need while watching it. It is flashy, flashy, punch, punch. But if you enjoy that, there's nothing wrong with that. Like, enjoy the shit out of it. That could be your gateway to other anime. It's what I grew up watching, and these days I watch other stuff. Um, and we have a whole episode planned for you guys for subs versus dubs with anime, but... <laughs> We can touch that later, but just for gateways, I think Shonen's great. It's it's loud, it's in your face, there's comedy, there's every now and again some form of romance, there's a shitload of action. Don't shy away from Shonen anime um, just because some elitist gatekeeper anime fan says don't watch it, they might be full of shit. But like the other guys said, find a friend. They can help you out so much more. Death Note's the go-to. Uh, it's certainly a, an adult anime and it's great to watch. But if you don't like that detective, whatever, just find a friend. They'll, they'll help you out so much. Um, beyond that recommendation, and if you like comedy, I reckon uh, one thing that sort of links all of us, a really cool anime to watch is Konosuba, um, which I don't think has a great... English translation. I think the first season does, the second season still hasn't been dubbed into English. But it the it translates very well if you can stand subtitles. And like I said, future episode. But uh comedy anime, Konosuba and One Punch Man. One Punch Man is hilarious. You don't need to know anything about anime in the future. Like it's just great. Comedy anime is a whole new thing, but it's 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 awesome. Um there there are some gateways beyond the seriousness and that's that's the cool thing with anime it, it it crosses many genres so but find a friend i think that is somehow magically in episode one <laughs> we found a uh uh point of, what, what's what do you call it when it's a 
the moral the of the story. Of the thing or, yeah, 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 we we found a cross moral thing. of the story. <laughs> we found a common theme. Um, yeah. But interestingly like, enough, I think we found our title truly. Like a show. That's the like, title of the show. It's a show about <laughs> nerds talking about nerdy crap, and we're telling everyone to go out and get friends. <laughs> <laughs> but there are people out there, and the internet makes it so much easier today, right? Like you can join a discourse. Ours is out there. Jace made sure of that. Discord, not a discourse. discourse. Yeah, well, ours is a discourse. The show is a discourse. <laughs> you can join a Discord. You you can search the internet. There there are YouTubers talking about anime. There, are, there there's a shitload of gaming YouTubers. And these days, awesomely enough, there's like live streaming of D and D. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, so like platforms for that. And the, there's comedy versions of all our things. If you need a light entry, you can find it. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah, we got. Ton, tons of podcasts coming out for D&D these days as well, like Drunks and Dragons, um, Dungeons and Daddies, Sorry, things like that. Sorry, go like, back. Did you just say Drugs and Dragons? I said Drunks, drunks and drunks, Dragons. Drunks. <laughs> Thank you. I'm, I'm watching with that. I was like, God damn. Um, I'm, I'm not into the old Elicids, but I might That's watch that. <laughs> like, that would be... It'd be entertainment for sure. Yeah, roll for heroin. Yeah. <laughs> roll for who's up to do the next line. God. Episode one, guys. We're going to be careful. Drugs. No, no, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Um, so I was just thinking then. So we both know that Justin is an anime virgin, for lack of a better word. Yeah. So... Correct. Talking gateways. Should we what? live? Should we live? Uh, what's the word? Let's let's investigate. I, I can't think of the right word. Let's, Justin. You're in the seat. <laughs> you're you're in the seat. Okay, I'm in a hot seat. We're yeah. gonna. I'm gonna question you, and then as someone who knows more than what I've said in the first episode, because it's episode one. Yes. I'm gonna recommend an anime to you, and then in the next episode, we can find out how you went with it. Okay. Uh, and as and, and as discussed previously, we we'll we'll talk about how to freely get into our things in the future, but how Justin gets into this may or may not be free. There might be some password sharing. We won't uh we won't discuss that because we don't know what sponsors we may receive in the future. Um Justin, do you like horror? Yes. Okay. 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 Do you like action? Sometimes. Okay. Yeah, we got some fantasy comedy. Not the silly comedy that I've seen in Dragon Ball, though. No, that's, sort of that's what not what I would. So okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, anime quality. Would the visuals mean the world to you? Would you turn something off if you thought that looks jank? I can't. That looks really bad. Probably not. Probably not. Okay. And voice acting. Do you need this to be in English? Yeah, I'm not sold. I don't mind. You can read subtitles and watch a show. You're you're okay with that? And that's a question yes. that does have importance, and that's why it's a future episode, because it's a whole thing to talk about. Because we are not mm. elitistly telling you you have to watch fucking sub, because we'll discuss it. But you, you don't need that. For you personally, you're cool. You can read yeah. and watch. Yeah, I'm good either way. 
as long as it's uh, immersive and not just bullshit. All right. All right. All right. I'm going to go. <laughs> because you're a D&D &D guy and because you you know a bit about gaming, as much as One Punch Man is an easy, easy thing to, especially like anyone who knows it and is now knows what I'm recommending is going to go, you're saying it because he's bald. That's not, we're not going to go One Punch Man because of that, right? I'm going to tell you to watch Kono Suba and I'll send you a thing so you can do that. We'll get that because it's a anime gaming comedy thing. It'll be funny and I think you'll enjoy it. That aside, Death Note as well. Because I want to see how you fall into the cliche one as well as I do think it's an adult anime and I want to see how you resonate with that. But also Kono Suba is a completely opposite end so they're the two we're going to leave that with you over this week they're going to be what i see how you go with and how our recommendations of find a friend to help you out go down in real life <laughs> this is like <laughs> real tried life and true yeah tried and true no, um to to be fair like you have helped me before with this brady like yeah um and you watched a few it? I haven't actually watched, in fairness. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I do like some weird stuff. But <laughs> if memory serves, I DM'd you. I can't even remember what I was asking for. And I think that was when you recommended uh, Demon Slayer, right? Um, Demon Slayer is stupidly popular for a reason. And as far as action anime goes, uh, it's... So the good thing about Demon Slayer, and I don't want to make this an anime-only episode because I, I think I may have talked more than you guys already, which is I, not I'm unusual. Gaming went for a while. It's not unusual <laughs> for me in just life. Um, but uh, Demon Slayer is popular right now for a good reason, and I think part of that reason is that for the first... I'm going to say eight-odd episodes of the first season of it, it avoids every single anime cliche and trope uh and, and then when it falls into them you forgive it for it because you're so invested in the story by that stage so initially it it goes over all those reasons people don't like anime and we'll cover this again in future episodes um but like some of the stuff about like uh, you know what Hang on, this happens in gaming as well. Scantily clad women. <laughs> um, that, that's, a, that's a thing that happens in gaming as well and a reason that a lot of people don't like anime. Um, Demon Slayer avoids the hell out of anything like that. It also doesn't fall down for quite some time. It also doesn't fall down standard humorous jokes. It doesn't put in silly humor for like eight old episodes. It's it's very much like a, here's the story. It's very serious. It's also animated beautifully. And here's a reason to be disgustingly invested in these characters. Like you, they're not two dimensional as much as they're drawn that way. They, 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 they are very, you, you feel they are real people. Whereas like a lot of previous animes like Goku, like I love it. If this dude tells me to put my arms up in the air, I'll do it, but He's like three things as a person, right? He eats a lot and he likes to fight. And uh, sometimes he has a family. That's it. 
that's that's it he's not a developed complicated character but in demon slayer like both the main characters you feel so much for very quickly very very quickly um and and in fairness when i talked to you justin about um recommendations i recommended series as we could do a whole different thing about recommending movies i think movies could be a better gateway for some people um but let's we'll we'll, we'll keep it easy for now and we'll talk about just series as um demon slayer is it's gold for a lot of people i just didn't want to go down that route because it's too typical (laughs) yeah like that's fine but yeah i just thought i'd bring in the point that you know i actually come from that direction because like a lot of my anime that i get is like (laughs) i just get it from the weirdest places like my favorite anime is actually the anime that my favorite overwatch league team is actually all based around that's still community though yeah but like the company that owns the team uh they're called billy billy they're a chinese company and everything to do with billy billy is about um a certain scientific railgun and <laughs> their team <laughs> is known thanks dog um their team is known as the Hangzhou Spark and their logo is Makoto Misaka's fingers going like that, shooting a railgun. Yeah, right. That's, that was also very well done in Japanese. I'm impressed. Oh, the saying her name. Well, I've only seen the seasons like 30 times. Um, oh, okay, okay. That helps. Yeah, it can be difficult. Um, yeah, so your recommendations anyway, Justin. Goddamn, Jace. Uh, are, uh, <laughs> you've got Konosuba and Death Note. I'm going to send you away to watch the first two episodes um, of, of both shows. They are opposite ends of the spectrum, one being thriller and psychological and the other being comedy. Um, but I think the comedy one, you'll probably get like two episodes in and be like, I need to watch more of this. So like, it'll be, it'll be interesting. And Jace can watch these as well and just give me his feedback as someone who has watched a few anime. It'd be really yeah, cool. I'll definitely get on that. Um, yeah. So when you send through the recommendations, I will uh, definitely. Uh, I think that's the gateways. I I sort of thought in this episode we could also discuss gatekeeping, um, but maybe that's just a whole other episode on its own. Yeah, I think potentially. I mean, this is a lot of content already, but I, yeah. I think the <laughs> gateways was less about like how we how we began and what to sort of start off with but it's more like the whole episode could just be called find a friend <laughs> because that's pretty much the end phone a friend no we're gonna click it's gotta be phone a friend <laughs> how is that clickbaiting referencing a show that's like 30 years old would be the is only one thir- it, it can't be 30 <laughs> no, years old that's an exaggeration but it's old good yeah i was gonna say i was like damn i'm not but all the same like I really think, like, as far as gatekeeping goes, the short of it is that there will always be gatekeepers, especially on these gateway devices. So your Call of Duties, your, um, like, you know, D&D 5th edition, your popular animes, like, the amount of people that will shit on you for watching Dragon Ball Z or if you pick up WoW instead of Final Fantasy XIV or you pick up Call of Duty, you know, people are going to crap on you for it because you've picked the common choice. But there's a reason because it is a common or popular choice 
it's because it's good enough to be and the reality is like if you're looking to get into something common choice is usually always a good stepping stone whether it's like the thing that becomes you know your addiction or it's just you know a stepping stone to bigger and better things um that's two different stories but um at the end of the day there's always going to be someone there to crap on you for liking it and fuck those people oh definitely dude uh when getting into anime and we we could talk about this as teenagers i think that's another episode topic and how we fully got started and the adversity we faced in it but uh gatekeepers can fuck off like i don't care like i'm in the anime i have anime tattoos but like if someone is like don't watch this it's shonen don't watch this it's for kids don't watch this it's it's dubbed instead of subbed uh you can't watch this because it's it's technically not anime avatar is a big one people say you know it's an american production doesn't count like fuck off (laughs) if you enjoy the shit out of it that's something you enjoy People don't fair, get to tell you. I never started Avatar until like two years ago, May- yeah. maybe even more recently than that. And it was mostly because I was just constantly thinking, oh, it's produced by Nickelodeon. It's just a Nickelodeon show. But enough people were like, you know what? Just fucking watch it, dude. Yeah. And I was like, okay, okay, I'll give it a go. And I was hooked. I loved it yeah no it's it's good it's a good show but um yeah no fuck what if anyone tells you like it's the same thing with like music right we've all met that person who's like oh you like these guys name 10 of their songs <laughs> go fuck yourself Me, so hard 14 yeah i'm i'm trying to <laughs> i'm i'm trying to have a crack like i want to get into that field instead of putting up a big ass wall literally being a gatekeeper how about you be like, oh, um, maybe you like this. Try this shit out. Less gatekeepers, more, uh, what would we call this? <laughs> Gateways. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> what's, what's a gateway person? Oh God, that's probably a dealer. Yeah, um, that's that's a, definitely a dealer. <laughs> let's. I can less, hear it. The less dealers, gatekeepers, more the dealers. dealers. <laughs> yeah. Hello and welcome, welcome to Basement Discourse. I am your gateway dealer, Brady, and today we're going to talk about. Dealer. Yeah, let's uh let's skip hey, away from that. Do you want some D and D? Gotta get Justin a trench coat. <laughs> nice, cool. All right, cool, man. I think I think we're pretty rounded out for the gateways this time. Yep. What do you reckon, man? Yep. I, I think I think we hit the nail on the head, but I think the the key point is always just to reach out find yeah. other people that are also interested in the same stuff you'd be surprised probably sometimes who it is you know a lot of people are afraid of the whole stigma of dnd but you start looking and you look hard enough you'll notice that a lot of people are you know they're rocking you know tattoos or rocking the t-shirts you know like hey you see that? <laughs> yeah merch you know, but it, it's usually underneath the jacket, you know, RIP audio is still there. So <laughs> audio podcast so, people are just like, cool. What was that? Uh, Justin that just showed a, his shirt that says run D and D. Yeah. 
like Run DMC, the band that was probably not that prevalent anymore. So for all you young kids out there, they were okay. Um, <laughs> they were okay. They were amazing. <laughs> they were, what? Well, like all two tracks. <laughs> Name me ten songs from Run DMC. Be <laughs> 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 gatekeeper, bro. God damn! I thought we just talked. Justin, round <laughs> us out, man. It's episode one. Come on. All right, y'all. Uh, thanks for joining us on our first episode for Basement Discourse. Uh, you're with us with uh, Zach. I mean, Zach, Chase. <laughs> <laughs> what the Let's fuck? Let's do that again. Oh, what? I'm reading, I'm oh my reading God. messages coming up, man. Leave me alone. Hold on. What are you? Hold on. Holy shit. <laughs> I cannot explain you guys know how offended Zach in I am. I'm just really tired. I just had a message pop up at the same time, so shut up. I was reading the message at the same time as talking. I That's can't fine. That's fine. Just tell our listeners that they're not as important <laughs> as your pop-ups. <laughs> it was distracting as shit. Shut up. Okay. Right, guys, just so you know, we're going to rotate hosts every episode. <laughs> yeah, between Brady and me. <laughs> yeah. 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 From now on, Justin, I like your head. Let's keep that in the shot. And that's about that's it. Fair. That's fair. <laughs> All right. Thanks for you, Era. Uh, yeah, coming. <laughs> I'm taking the piss. Guys, I'm uh, taking the piss. This is Basement Discourse. Thanks for uh, joining us. You, you're here with Jace. You're here with Brady. And you're here with myself, Justin, um, for our first episode, Gateways. Um, but I think we're going to call this one Find a Friend. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah, I'm cool with that. <laughs>